Welcome to the Money Hour with Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. Now, in the studio, local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Oh, welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 1st show. I am your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I'm here to empower our community, providing you with opportunities and solutions when it comes to your money. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And my lineup for today's show, Dan Wingard with Super University, Common Entrepreneurial Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Also in studio, I have Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey & Associates. Help, I have a court date. Important tips to know. What do you need to do when you got a court date? And last guest in studio, first time in studio, is Terry Carlson with... Irwin Services Northwest. Are you suffering from headaches, migraines, light sensitivity, struggle with reading, focused attention, and concentration that may be linked to visual perceptual problems? It'll be a great conversation with Terry. Great information and great guest in studio today. For more information on any topic discussed, please call into the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's 1-855-411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com. Let's start at today's show, as always, with a little money chat. Money. Money. And I thought I would talk to all of my potential first-time home buyers and go over some mistakes uh, so that you don't make these mistakes. The housing market is hot with the low interest rates and the lack of inventory. It is a great time to buy, uh, but there is a sense of urgency to get out there and get a property while you can secure these low interest rates. Now, the first mistake is not understanding the comparison of rent versus mortgage. Uh, you might get frustrated out there as renters trying to get into your first home because of the lack of inventory, not getting your offer accepted. I encourage for you to stick with it and take a look at the numbers because the numbers might motivate you in sticking with the process until you secure your home. Uh, the tax benefit, you need to talk with a licensed CPA or accountant because I am not. I am a licensed mortgage professional, but I talk to clients about the benefit of home ownership all the time. And looking at the deduction that you have, you get to write off the interest and taxes on your property. So let's just say that was $2,000 a month. If you were in a 25% tax bracket, that would be $500 less in income taxes that you're paying. Now, a lot of first-time homebuyers don't realize that after consulting with your licensed CPA, you can find out how to amend your W-4 with your employer so you can see that benefit in your net paycheck every month. It's cash and it's real money. So you either wait to the end of the year and paying less income taxes or you make the adjustment so that you can see that money on a monthly basis. I don't know about you, but myself, I don't like the government collecting income interest on my money. So I would definitely break even and see that in my net income and take home pay. 
Now, homeownership as well, you've got the equity and by paying off the principal of your mortgage. So take a look at the actual, that actual principal and interest payment and see how much of that payment is actually going towards principal. What that is is just money that's going in, equity into your home. So when you sell your home, whatever you've built up in that equity, plus is appreciation. Now, yes, we can't say where the market's going to go and what the appreciation's going to do, but previous guests that we've had on the show and the real estate experts and everything that's happening in our local market here with our employment opportunity and everybody coming into the market because of that employment benefit, um, I see that we're going to have appreciation continue for quite a while. But if you were looking, let's just say a 4% appreciation on a $400,000 property, that's 20 grand. To say 1% appreciation, that's four grand. So you're building equity appreciation into your home, uh, whereas rent... You're not making any money on that. Your money's not going towards anywhere except for a roof over your head for 30 days, and then it's gone. Now, also just taking a look at a mortgage is... It's fixed, so you know exactly where your mortgage payment's going to be. Unlike rent, if you're a renter, you know what I'm talking about because rents have increased quite high. Uh, if you just look at a 3 to 5% increase a year, whereas if you're on a mortgage payment, it's fixed. Principal and interest, if you're on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, the only adjustment's going to be your taxes and insurance. Taxes will increase when your property increases in value. Taxes will decrease if the property drops in value. Now, also, you will pay that mortgage off at some point in time if you're on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, you do have a payment end in sight, whereas rent, there's no payment end in sight. Um, there are additional costs for homeownership, so looking at that in, in maintenance of the home, but you do have sweat equity, so all of that work that you're putting into the home, it's helping to build the appreciation uh, in the property, whereas any additional work that you do on a rental property, um, no sweat equity for that. Uh, homeownership, there is a commitment, so you want to make sure that you're looking at that. If you're not really sure what's going to be happening with your employment and you may not be staying in the area, you might want to reconsider your homeownership because there is a commitment of staying in that property at least for a couple of years, so you've got enough equity that you've built to be able to sell and recover the cost of selling. Rent does give you a little bit more freedom. Uh, so if you're not really sure what you're going to be doing as far as your location, that's something that you do want to consider. Now, also, I would consider to look or not look at your home as an ATM machine because that is an area that caused some issues in the quick appreciation that we had last time before we had the adjustment in the in the market. So pulling money out of your property to do something smart with that, uh, if you've got debt that you have that you're not getting a tax write-off on that and, and being able to pay that off for a lower interest rate, if you want to pull cash out because you're going to be increasing the value of your property, of remodeling the property, um, something to look at at that uh, time. Now, not being prepared to compete in this market is another mistake that you can make as a first-time home buyer. Quick decisions important, so you've got to be ready to go and understand what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do to make your offer strong and competitive. There's a lot of waiving of contingencies, waiving your finance contingency, waiving appraisal contingencies. So you just really want to make sure that you're working with a real estate, an expert real estate uh, agent. If you need a reference and recommendation to that, I've got some of the best ones in our local market that represent uh, right here in studio. So please uh, call the show for that. Really important that you've got um, an agent that knows how to navigate through this process. Uh, higher earnest money and, and knowing how to go in with earnest money can really help your offer. Again, that money is going to go directly towards the down payment. Uh, so it's money that you're, it's going to go towards the loan when you're closing uh, in the closing process. Now, uh, put the car before the horse. You want to make sure that you're getting pre-approved and you understand what your options are. There are a lot of different loan program options that are available. So analyzing those and making sure that you understand the options that are available to you is important. Uh, so getting that all taken care of prior to. 
Also understanding the difference in a calculation in the mortgage payment as you're increasing or lowering the amount that you're willing to go in for a property because you need to decide exactly where you're comfortable in making that mortgage payment and then know where that limit's going to be so you can set that limit up. Also, when you've determined what that maximum payment is that you want to make on a monthly basis, Make sure that you're understanding what you need to increase in your value because just because the property is listed for 400000 most likely you're not going to be paying for 400000 for that property. So you've got to make sure that you put that in the uh, calculations when you're actually looking at properties on uh, online. Uh, make sure that you're prepared, obviously, for the cash that you're going to need and the options that you have available for there. Uh, inspection, your home inspection. Don't skip it. You're probably going to have to waive the home inspection to be competitive anywhere in our local market, but going in and doing a pre-inspection is going to be important. About 10% of recent home buyers uh, that didn't have inspections, according to the American Society of Home Inspectors, these buyers were trying to cut the cost, foregoing the fee that the inspection charged to perform a two to four home search to flag materials defects of the property. But those defects can result in thousands of dollars in damage down the road. Inspection rates start maybe at 400 $50 on an average and depends obviously on the home size and the age of the home but is it worth it to save $450 not knowing what that home what's going on with that home and not just that but I've had great inspection uh, representation in studio uh, before if you've listened to previous shows it's really about the home and where it's going in the future is important as well so you know what areas of things could become a problem and what you need to do to prevent for that being a costly issue for you down the road so there's just some advice for my first time home buyers out there, make sure you're prepared, get into the market, stick with it. Uh, great opportunity to buy a home. And coming up next on the Money Hour, common entrepreneurial mistakes and how to avoid them. Dan Wingard with Super University right here at 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. You know, being a solopreneur is hard. There's so many things to do. And all of a sudden, you need to be a social media expert, a web expert, meet with clients, write a blog, sell, create offerings, know how to price, etc., etc. The learning curve is steep, and most one-person business owners get so overwhelmed and distracted, they can't focus on result-producing actions. If you are interested in learning about a proven step-by-step -step method to finding clients and earning over $10,000 each month as fast as possible, Dan Wingard can help you. Dan Wingard runs special programs designed to eliminate your risk and maximize your results. I'm Dan Wingard. Find out more at sixfigurewowfactor.com. That's the number six, sixfigurewowfactor.com to make great money doing what you love. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 1st show. My goal is to keep you up to date on the latest news and trends in our local economy. Keep me tuned in and I will keep you informed. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer any questions that you have and more importantly, connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. You can call at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 411 
888-900-1150 or online at themoneyr.com. In studio right now, Dan Wingard with Super University, common entrepreneurial mistakes and how to avoid them. So if you're thinking of uh, being an entrepreneur, uh, getting into that field, I've got a great guest. Dan, thank you so much for joining me back in studio. My pleasure, Tina. Always a pleasure. And a little bit about Dan. Dan Wingard captures audiences with motivational messages and musical wow factor that sparks creativity, ignites innovation, and leads to a purposeful productivity. He's a graduate of Accomplishment Coaching. He is a certified startup expert, trained to build six-figure businesses, was the CEO for Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue, and now leads their productivity coaching program. Dan has been a consistent six-figure entrepreneur while incorporating his passion for music, intro his life and businesses. He is committed to helping solar entrepreneurs profit from their unique gifts and passions, bringing positive energy, music, and powerful messages to keynote presentations, masterminds, coachings, and workshops. And I will say personally, uh, Dan has been a real asset for me and all of the ventures that I'm on as well. So I want to give a shout out and say thank you, Dan, for that. Thank you, Tina. And likewise. And so let's get right into it, Dan. Your focus is uh, coaching world tours, solar entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to get to six figures quickly. What are the common mistakes that you see startup, sole or entrepreneurs making? I think one of the biggest things is they have a gift or they have a talent. And I love working with heart-centered solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and even realtors that are passionate and they have too wide of a focus and they think they can help everyone because likely they can. Mm -hmm. And when you can help everyone, it's likely that you're probably having a message for no one. So So really helping them dial that in to be specific on where they're at and what they're working on right now. Right, so a message is clear as far as what they're offering to someone and there's a specific audience that has a need that they can fulfill. Now they may be able to help other people with that and if they have a clear message on what they can, who they can serve, what their problem is, mm-hmm. how they can help out with that, it's going to help them a lot. And I've seen it so much with realtors who they've got a license in Washington State. And I can serve everyone because I uh, want to get that commission check. Mm-hmm. And I know I can help everyone. But if you've got a new realtor that starts and says, okay, I just want to focus on this one condominium project, and that's it, they become an expert quickly. Yes. And so they're recognized as an expert in that area. And so they're likely to be more successful, and that will go out into other areas. And what I've found is that for entrepreneurs, it's the same thing. If they have a specific area that they're focused on, say life coaching, I'm Mm -hmm. a life coach, I help everyone. Now, if somebody got real dialed in and said, I'm a coach that helps folks that uh, may have a issue with transition Mm -hmm. and they're from 35 to 40, a female and just got focused on that message and very clear about who they serve, I think they'll have a lot more success. I've seen they have a lot more success in getting to six figures quickly. Well, we know that's true with any branding. When you're when you're branding something and it's very specific on that brand, it builds uh, everything around that specific specificity right. in branding. Right. So, Dan, if someone is considering uh, a change in a career, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I... It just seems more and more that we don't have the stability that we used to have as far as careers and and Mm -hmm. the longevity, and people are changing so much. And I've seen a lot of people in midlife that want to get out of what they've done. Like they got into a job doing something that they were just naturally good at, but they really want to be doing something else. And they can potentially jump to something without really considering the consequences. And what I would 
offer is to leave wherever you are, leave it well, or bring your best self to that and then make mm. a clear decision moving forward. Because how you leave something is typically going to be how you enter into whatever it is, the next phase that you're going to jump into. Makes it makes sense. And Dan, uh, you know, the best coaches out there, they coach because of things that they've gone through and their experiences. So as an, an excellent coach, I'm sure that you've had mistakes that you've made in creating new businesses. Can you share? Well, I'd love to share that I would have done all of those things intentionally. I made all of these <laughs> mistakes to be a great you did. coach. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and that is one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about this, because I've, I've made so many mistakes, and uh-huh. I still do. You know, I um, One of the reasons that I went from being a CEO to coaching was to kind of start over and to see where these people are coming from to start something new. And so I've had the opportunity to have my own challenges Mm. moving forward and building a coaching practice. And uh, some things for me are just that, they're focused, like I wanna help everyone. And so what's my real message? And it's a a process and and develop it moving forward. So being an entrepreneur is, uh, it can be so rewarding and Mm. so challenging at the same time. Yeah. And, and also, Dan, when you're venturing, especially if you're going into um, being a solepreneur, time is time can be uh, an issue in being able to be successful if you're wasting time. So what are areas that you can, can be the fastest way that you can start up and start making money? One of the biggest things is people have a gift, like they have a specific talent that they want to mm-hmm. share and they feel like that is going to get them the business and they'll start working on a website, they'll start getting all of these things organized, they'll want to have a perfect business and how it looks and they'll avoid connecting with people. And the number one thing people can do getting a business going is that connection. Sure. And just continue to connect and through that, you're gonna find out more of what their real needs are and you can then you can get into the internet marketing, all of the website building, mm-hmm. everything like that. And you do see that a lot, even if you know if you're not starting a business, but in business, if you're in sales, you see that a lot in sales, where people are putting so much focus on the building and the developing mm-hmm. the creative side of it, but they're not getting connected belly to belly. And right. really, that's what you need. Um, it's a old great school. advice. What's it's that? It's old school. It's old school. No. Um, so, what do most entrepreneurs avoid doing? Well, it's just that. I it's was just going to say yeah, it's, it's got to be connecting, thing, picking right? up the phone. Yes. Now there is there's different different ways of connecting now, certainly mm-hmm. through social media, and that that's a real way that people connect. And that's really a way to get people to have that belly-to-belly or the face-to-face, so not avoiding people, but through mm-hmm. social media, you can connect with people and then have a conversation, but it comes down to that. And I think that's important, uh, Dan, you know, definitely to meet them where they're at, which is on the social media platforms. There's a lot of things that you can do as as well to um, to work with technology to get on the on their top of their page because mm-hmm. you're connecting as friends. But not to forget and what you just said, the purpose of that is not to avoid the face to face. The purpose of that is to get the initial connection. But you've got to pick up the phone, do the handwritten cards, yep. get face to face with them. And here's the benefit with it is majority or not. So if you can put yourself uh, aside from what the majority are doing, then you've got a huge leg up on that connection part. Would you agree? Absolutely. When I say to realtors um, is one hour connection minimum a day, just one hour focus. Give yourself that space to be completely present to the people that you're connecting with. So at least start out with that and to entrepreneurs as well. Yeah, totally agree. So Dan, how can you help an entrepreneur who feels stuck, which is a lot of them, Mm -hmm. uh, not being able to break through and make the money that they feel 
that they deserve and they know that they should be making. They're doing all of the activities, but they're still stuck. Yeah, I mean, we all have areas that we're stuck in different mm-hmm. er- in different ways, and I think there's something to having a community of people that uh, have been through it before, like either with coaching or I have a meetup once a month where I get mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, solopreneurs together, and we get to discuss these things. And I have a another monthly mastermind that I put together where you go through all of these different things, and each person, when they share what the challenges that they're going through, it opens up space for others to see what's possible for them, what might be getting in their way. So each person is different. Sometimes there's subconscious things that are in the way where uh-huh. they don't want to connect with people. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the value, I think, of coaching, to be able to reveal those blind spots that everyone has. Yeah, and, and the community part of it is so important as well, especially when you're a solopreneur because you feel solo and mm-hmm. by yourself. So it's, and I, I do want to give a shout out for the meetup because meetup, because I'm there every month, Dan, and how do our listeners, how do my listeners connect and get there? Yeah, it's a six figure success club Bellevue. It's a meetup. Mm-hmm. So if you just go to meetup and go six figure success club, it's the first Thursday of the month at the Bellevue Keller Williams office from seven to 9 PM. Perfect. Thank so, you. Love to see you there. So what do you say to entrepreneurs who are great at what they do, but don't like being salesy? Don't be salesy. I was going to say salesy yeah. is not the way to go. Right. Well, what about people that are trying not to be salesy, but it's it's hard to get over that. And, you know, so how do you get them out of that um, that mental space that they're stuck in? Yeah, it goes down to uh, people not wanting to be salesy. That's the one. That's a reason why they don't connect with people, because mm-hmm. they think that people are thinking they're salesy. Okay. And if they're really taking a stand for people and wanting to provide a service that they know is of value to these other people, Mm -hmm. they're gonna develop that ability to connect and have the conversation and make sure they're asking be open to having a conversation about working together yeah. and setting that up. Yes, and I, I I love that because there is a balance. You have to you have to ask and you have to use the right um, engaging words to to bring that in. But getting in the balance of where it's not salesy and you feel confident in the message that you're doing because it's real to you. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. And the the purpose of it is you want to help them, and in order Absolutely. to help them, you need to do business together. You got to ask yeah. them. Would you, you like to do them. business together? Exactly. So I can help you. There you go. I love. <laughs> there you go. That's how you do it. Right. So Dan, what resources do you recommend for solopreneurs starting out? Um, There's so much out there and the danger for entrepreneurs is to just keep looking for different things. So Uh you're going to find something that resonates with you. You're going to find a coach. You're going to find a meetup. You're going to find something that's specific to your area of expertise, Mm -hmm. somebody that's doing it well that you connect with to partner with them and make an investment in yourself to move forward and make it happen. Love it. All of the resources are there. Yeah. So what do you think about the saying, do what you love and the money will follow? I like it. Mm-hmm. And it's a dangerous place. Okay, because, so explain. Because you love it is not necessarily what everyone else is going to love and okay. want to pay you for. Got it. And so just having that awareness of that business is going to happen when you're doing what you love and there's a need for it. And there, mm-hmm. it's that union of bringing that powerfully to people that have the need, communicating it effectively so they actually know to come to you. Mm-hmm. you. You may be amazing, but if you haven't crafted the ability to communicate that at a high level, you're gonna have a tough time getting going. So yes, yeah. do what you love, the passion, you know, the passion, all of that's important. Follow your bliss, I love mm-hmm. all of that. And there's a practical aspect too. Are people willing to pay you for it? Or are they just saying that's awesome and then see you later? So how do you find that out? How do you find out that the need is out there for what you're passionate about? 
When you find your passion, I think it's great to just start asking questions like, who else is interested in this? What is okay. the audience? What are these specific people? Where do they hang out? Is uh -huh. there anybody there? And if there isn't, maybe it's going to be just be a hobby for you. Got it. So focus groups are really good in yeah. that uh, situation right. as, as well. Right. So, Dan, I've got a minute left here. I have one, yeah. one question I want to ask. Um, how can people learn more about creating a six-figure income quickly? Yeah, that's great. I would say one of the first things to do is just come to the meetup to where you get to meet other entrepreneurs. You get to meet me, find out what I'm about. And I do have just a passion for serving others and helping them to do what they love and actually make money doing it. And I do provide coaching. I'd love to have a conversation. I provide that. You can go to um, the Six Figure Success Club in Bellevue or the mm -hmm. wowfactor.com and you can just uh, sign up there and, and uh, have a complimentary session. We'll talk about your business and some specific steps you can take to make money quickly. Love it. And as your host of The Money Hour, I will tell you that Dan was an inspiration for many big things for me. Uh, my book, uh, he helped me write my song, Dream. So again, I can't uh, endorse Dan enough and the heart that he has to serve and the difference that he's making in people's lives. So Dan, thank you. Thanks Personally, so much, from Tina. me to you. My pleasure. Thanks. Coming up next in The Money Hour. Help, I have a court date. Have you ever said that or are you saying that right now? Important tips that you need to know. Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey & Associates right here at 1150 AM KKNW after this short break. Never imagined your marriage would be ending? Not sure if you're going to be the weekend parent? How long is the divorce process going to take and who can you trust? The attorneys at Humphrey & Associates understand that these are just a few questions that may be going through your mind. You're not alone and they've helped many people in your same position. Their mission is to serve you while you get through this difficult time. Divorce and parenting plans are difficult enough. Working with an attorney shouldn't be. Humphrey & Associates is committed to providing affordable legal services that you can trust. You need good, solid legal advice that isn't going to cost a fortune. Worry no more. To schedule your free consultation, just call 206-946-8580 or go online to halegalteam.com. Hi, this is Vincent Humphrey. Go ahead and give us a call today at 206-946-8580, or you can reach us online at halegalteam.com. Again, that's 206-946-8580, or online at halegalteam.com. Love to hear from you. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to The Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 1st show. I am committed to providing you knowledge needed to be successful in every area regarding your finances. Knowledge is power, and that's what you'll receive from listening to the show today. If you're hearing my show at a different time or a day you are listening to a rebroadcast, please feel free to call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 or go online to themoneyhour.com to connect with the guests that I have in studio. And right now I'm having a conversation with Vincent Humphrey with Humphrey & Associates. And if you've got a court date and you're asking help, I have a court date, it's important to have some important tips. And that's why I've asked Vincent here. Vincent, thank you so much for coming back in studio. Tina, I'm so excited to be here. Good I, to I'm see you. I'm excited to be here with you as well. You're always <laughs> just a fun guest to talk with. So I know it's going to be a great segment oh, we're gonna with have fun. you. We're gonna have fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sure we are. A little bit about Vincent. Vincent Humphrey is an attorney at Humphrey and Associates, PLLC, which focuses on family law and civil lit- litigation. His passion is bringing justice and clarity to those in need. His experiences allow him to work well in many different situations, and his service first mentally allows him to break past the toughest scenarios. Vincent holds a Juris Doctor degree from the University of Idaho College of Law and a Bachelor of Art degree from the University of Washington. He has advised executives from Fortune 100 companies as well as the working women and men and women at a local grocery store. Vincent participates in a variety of legal organizations in King County where he mentors other lawyers and is interested in helping good people going through tough situations. And I, you know, I, I love that. Good people going through tough situations because there is a lot of good people out there going through tough situations and having the right representation and somebody can help them through that process is uh, really why I love having you in, in studio. So Vincent, Let's start out with it. You know, it's been a little while since I've had you here. I mean, you are my attorney expert, and we've had a lot of great different conversations uh, about what you do. Um, but since you've been in studio, what have you been up to? I think st- Again, for having me here, there's sure. been a, a, been a ton. Uh, life is great. I just had a, another child. We've got three, and so we just had another one, uh, April first. So April's full baby. So, oh my gosh, that's uh, awesome! Super excited about that. And you've got beautiful kids too. Uh, thank you, thank beautiful you, kids. thank you, thank you. Well, hey kids, if you're listening to this, Dad says hey, and, <laughs> and happy birthday to my wife. Her birthday's coming up. And happy Fourth of July to all of the listeners. As this is the Fourth yes. of July weekend, so to everybody listening, be safe and uh, have a good time. Thanks, Vincent. So uh, just thinking about going into court uh, can be really stressful, but what should you know up front about preparing and going to court? Yeah. Let me start off with just kind of a a tip. Okay. All right. So... I, I think one of the things to know is that it's stressful for everybody. It's stressful for the attorney. It's stressful for the judge, the clerks, everybody involved. It's stressful for everybody. Yeah. So understanding that uh, may help put you at ease that what you are feeling, the other side is feeling too. Yes. Right? Yeah. And Even, you just said you came from court. I, I did. I just came from court and I was rushing in and just yeah. trying to recollect my thoughts. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a process and there's a lot that goes on. So understanding that what you are feeling, mm-hmm. yeah, my attorney is feeling this. Hopefully they're prepared and good advocates they should be. But knowing that the other side is feeling this too. A lot of times, especially, I don't know if it's criminal, maybe that you're, you know, a listener is going through or if it's civil, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter. But understand that the other side, they're also experiencing a lot of those same emotions and how you deal with those uh, goes a long ways throughout the rest of your case. So uh, one of the things that I tell my clients um, prior to any hearing Mm-hmm. Just go to bed. Go, yeah. go go to bed. Just make sure get you get rest. your rest. Yeah, yeah, it's sunny outside. Enjoy the sun. Get yes. out. Do what you need to do. Because whenever you have your court date, assuming that everything is lined up, mm-hmm. worrying about it in the middle of the night, playing things over in your head, yeah. it's not going to change what's going to happen tomorrow. Sure. And understanding, again, having a hearing, there's going to be some judicial officer, a judge, mm-hmm. a commissioner, a stand-in attorney that's acting as judge that day. They're the decision maker. At best, as an attorney, I'm an advocate. I'm going to give all of my positions as to why I'm exactly right 100% Mm -hmm. every time, right? But I don't get to make the final decision. That comes from the judicial officer. So understanding that whoever has the robe on, he or she, 
they're the ones that are going to be giving the final when the gavel comes down. Sure. I mean, that's really kind of for TV. So depending on how things are going, it's, you know, when the when the pen drops and they say, uh-huh. all right, go write that up. Yeah. But understanding that that's, that's their role. Of course. So of relax course. And get sleep. So, I, you know, you always, every time you come in studio, today's not an exception. You're just sharply dressed <laughs> and really dressed for success and really dressed for power and, and to have that great representation. And I would imagine as for your, when you're coaching your clients as well, that it's important how they dress and what they wear to court. Would that be correct? It, it is correct. Uh, I know there's probably those that are listening that say, I, I've seen Judge Judy all the time. I know mm-hmm. what they do there. Well, uh, first of all, this isn't TV. This is this is real life yeah. and presumably your life. <laughs> so how you present yourself in court goes a long ways. I've got stories uh, that I've seen, thankfully not from my clients, but certain judges have a certain persona and they want you when you come to court to be respectful. What does that mean as it relates to what you were wearing? They want you to present yourself in a manner becoming of the law. Well, okay, more specific. What does that mean? So Mm -hmm. I would say think of uh, going to church maybe with your grandmother or something along those lines, more traditional saying, all right, if it's a funeral, if it's a church, well, court has that same level of uh, expectation as to Exactly. Mm-hmm. How you're going to be presenting yourself. So yeah. what I'll say is, yes, you want to be comfortable, but coming on a, let's say, a, a July day, mm-hmm. it's 85 outside. So you decided you were going to come in flip flops, a tank yeah. top and some short shorts. Not good. Uh, not at all. Yes. And certain uh, judicial officers will say, you know what, we're not going to hear your case until really? you can come in respectful. Uh, this is dismissed. And, yeah. and I've seen that happen where wow. they say, look. Before you can open your mouth, uh, you're going to go ahead and become more respectful. Yeah. If you know what that means, figure it out. Sure. Next case, please. And yeah. so you don't wow. want to be in that situation. You don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> Not at all. So let's Not say, uh, you know, Vincent, you get a great sleep. You're there on time. You're actually early. You're, oh, that's you're good. Yeah. With, yeah. I didn't uh, even respect. say that. Look at you. Yeah. We need to <laughs> switch spots. Yeah. Oh, I know what be you're saying. Time. Be on time. I have that down. I, we didn't <laughs> talk about that yet, yeah. but awesome. That's right. You want to be there early. Yeah, exactly. So when you are I'm there, done here. I'm done. <laughs> So what happens now? What's next, Vincent? Okay, so you're 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 exactly right. You're there, uh-huh. nice and early. Um, and just to speak to that, why? On on one of the things that you should know is that um, things come up outside uh-huh. of your control. There's traffic, especially in lovely yeah. Seattle, where our our sunshine comes sometimes in the form of H two O. And so mm-hmm. when that's the case, right, that extends your traffic. So understanding that there may be factors that you can't control, traffic. Yeah. And that's one of the things, obviously, why you want to be there early. On top of that, your courtroom might actually change. Certain times, depending on what's going on in the courthouse, uh, they may reassign your room. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be rushing in there to find out, oh, actually, it's in this on this different floor. So those are all things even before actually talking about your situation with your attorney okay. or by yourself. So yeah. Assuming all of that's taken care of, you're there, you've, you're looking great, you've got mm-hmm. mints in your mouth so you're not scaring anybody away. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I say it's time to get comfortable. Uh-huh. And it's time to get comfortable because in certain situations, you may be one of maybe 30 cases. Okay. So understanding that, you know what? I don't know when I'm going to get called. Yeah. I might be first or uh-huh. I might be 30 of 30. Uh-huh. So to that extent, if you're paying for parking on the street, don't put in 30 minutes. Don't put in an hour. Block out really kind of that whole morning and even afternoon because sometimes it even goes to the afternoon. Yeah, wow. So in order to kind of de-stress and get mm-hmm. you present, as Dan was talking about, I can't say enough about him, just a quick plug. Yes. Dan Dan was there for me when I was just starting off in law, so I've yeah. got a, a lot of high uh, uh, respect and regard for the man that's yeah. in the studio at the like, 
Likewise. Super excited that he's here. Um, so to that extent, you want to make sure that you can control and take care of the things that you can. So yes. don't 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 skimp on the on, on the parking. I've had clients do that, and they say, "Don't do that. Go yeah. out there, put the time in, and be present and focus on why we're here today." Makes sense. So once you are called, whether you're called first or you're thirty from thirty, how much time do you actually have uh, in front of the judge? Yeah, and that depends. It depends on again, is this civil? Is this criminal? So I'll say kind of in general, you don't have a lot of time. Uh huh. And so to that extent, you want to a go slow. A lot of times when people, if this is your first time going through that, obviously I, you know, I, I do family law, so it's really a sensitive subject when we're talking about a spouse or soon to be ex-spouse and uh-huh. uh, your kids and the house and what's going to go on. So that's absolutely an emotional and personal time. So make sure that when you are speaking, you are speaking slow. Yeah. You are speaking clear. Unlike your host here on the radio show. <laughs> I won't speak to that. I won't speak to that. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> so you want to make sure that uh, you are prepared. Mm-hmm. And however you prepare, if you're good, fine. Outline it. Make notes. Type it up. That way it'll force you to take the thoughts that you have, commit uh-huh. them to paper, organize what's going on. Why? Because some of the best advocates, that's what they do. Even when I was in court today, I had my rules of law. I had the points articulated mm-hmm. in an outline form. That way I could answer if the other attorney said something or the judge. So Got it. Just go slow. So what about what you say? I would imagine you you want to be prepared and in and, and that, you know, what you're going to say. But what advice do you have on that? In regards to what you should actually mm-hmm, say, the mm-hmm. words that come out of your mouth. Yeah. You want to keep your answer short. Okay. You don't want to ramble mm-hmm. and answer the question that is asked. And if you don't know what the question is or you're not qu- quite clear, uh-huh. don't assume, don't guess. Say, you know, Your Honor, can you please repeat the question? I'm not sure. And if you don't remember, it is okay to say, I do not recall. Yeah. I don't I don't quite know because in the court of law when you say this is what happened that is your word. Yeah, and a lot of is. times you're sworn in, you've raised your hand and yeah. there's some serious implications when you lift that hand. Yeah. So go slow and make sure you understand the question. Makes sense. So Vincent, what if they're on the other side has an attorney and are are you in a position that you can argue with that attorney if you're not agreeing what they say or I see that happen all the time. It happened yeah. actually today. Not not my case. But uh-huh. you don't want to do that. What you want to do is if the other side is saying things that are aggravating or inflaming your internal passions, you want to still stay calm and reserved because the judge, he or she, is mm-hmm. observing not only the words that are coming out, but your demeanor. Yeah. And this is their only opportunity. When you say, look, I'm a controlled individual and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a really nice guy or I'm a nice mm-hmm. gal. And then the next moment you're cussing or you're saying things or you're throwing your paper at the other side because they said things that were unpleasant to you, of course, your credibility is out the window. So you want to know that the judge, he or she sees this all the time. Well, it's just like everything else we do in our life. When you're going to a job interview, when you're trying to earn business from a a client, uh, the way you present yourself in your relationships and at your workplace, it's the same thing. You want to come and present the best um, because there is going to be a judgment on the whole package. So we've got a minute, Vincent. Vincent, uh, Key takeaway. (laughs) I know it always goes so fast. Um, So key takeaway on court hearing process. Okay. So know that the judge, they're making 
making a decision based off of what they have in front of them. Uh So it's not just what you've said, any paperwork that you've submitted, even if you don't say it orally, that's all a part of their decision. Mm -hmm. So know that. Know that if you wrote it down and you're not really good on your feet or speaking, they've seen your paperwork. So they're making their decisions off of what you're saying as well as what was written down. And then also know that losing in court, it does does hurt. Mm -hmm. But know that that's not the end of the world. So to the extent, as I've said on previous shows, that you can try to work through agreement prior to mm-hmm. do that. And uh, like the great uh, Annie said, the sun will come out tomorrow. So yeah. you'll get through it. Love it. Vincent, thank you so much for coming back in studio. Truly a pleasure, always. And coming up next on the Money Hour, are you suffering from headaches, migraines, light sensitivity, a struggle with reading, focused attention, uh, concentration? That may be linked to visual perceptual problems. I have Terry Carlson with Erlen Services Northwest right here in 1150 AM KKNW after the short break. So, you know, being a solopreneur is hard. There's so many things to do. And all of a sudden, you need to be a social media expert, a web expert, meet with clients, write a blog, sell, create offerings, know how to price, etc., etc. The learning curve is steep, and most one-person business owners get so overwhelmed and distracted, they can't focus on result-producing actions. If you are interested in learning about a proven step-by-step method to finding clients and earning over $10,000 each month as fast as possible, Dan Wingard can help you. Dan Wingard runs special programs designed to eliminate your risk and maximize your results. I'm Dan Wingard. Find out more at sixfigurewowfactor.com. That's the number six, sixfigurewowfactor.com to make great money doing what you love. Are you suffering from headaches, migraines, light sensitivity? Do you struggle with reading? Focusing attention and concentration may be linked to visual perceptual problems. Terry Carlson with Erland Services Northwest is excited to introduce you to the Erland Method, which may be the solution. Terry has helped hundreds of clients through the use of color overlays, and customized Erland spectral filters eliminate the symptoms caused by visual stress. Hi, I'm Terry Carlson with Erland Services Northwest. To discover if the Erlen method may be the solution for you, visit erlen.com and take a self-test. This may change your life. That's I-R-L-E-N.com. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage and finance expert, Tina Mitchell. Welcome back to the Money Hour with your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, right here at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, July 1st show. I provide you news on everything money, fresh information on market trends and conditions in our local economy. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. You can call the show at 1-855-411-50. Again, that's one 855 411-50 or online at themoneyhour.com to discuss anything regarding money, any topic suggestions that you have, or to talk with the guests that I have in studio today. Right now in studio, first time, Terry Carlson with Erlen Services Northwest. And if you're suffering from headaches, migraine, light sensitivity, struggle with reading, focused attention, or concentration, that may be linked to visual perceptual problems. And when I was preparing and uh, looking at the uh, information, I was really excited to have a conversation because I've never had somebody represent this field in studio before. And really, the show is about money and how to have a better quality of life. And in order to make money, 
money, enjoy life, and have a better quality of life for you and your family, you want to be at your best health. And so uh, just very excited. Thank you so much for uh, coming into the studio, Terry. Thank you for having me, Tina. And a little bit about Terry. Terry is trained as an Erlen screener in 2008 and an Erlen diagnostic in 2011. She also has a master's in special education endorsement and reading. Terry has been teaching in the public school system for over 20 years in the secondary special education literacy programs. She was introduced to the Erlen overlays when she was searching for specific interventions when students' progress stalled. Terry knew that something was interfering with their progress, reading comprehension, and was challenged. So she was given a set of overlays for the literacy coach, placed them on a text that students were reading, and they immediately reported the words don't move anymore. And I can see the words clearly now. Uh, they then advanced quickly once this barrier was removed. And in some cases, some students promoted out of the special education. This was when Terry realized that she knew this was a piece of the puzzle that was missing for some students. And she elected to be trained as an Erlen screener. So what exactly can you explain your business a little bit to my listeners? Yes. Um, the name of my business is Erlen Services Northwest. And what it is, is I identify clients who suffer from visual stress and have perceptual difficulties. And this has to do with light sensitivity and the brain's inability to process certain wavelengths of light. And what that does is it can cause a person to have headaches, um, their depth perception is off, mm-hmm. um, you know, driving is difficult. Some people that suffer from this tend to wait and wait and wait until they get into traffic because they can't tell where a car is coming at them. Um, a lot of people, um, like I said, suffer from headaches, fatigue. Um, and we're, if we're talking about people in the business world, you know, transferring from the school into the business world, um, those people that come to me are suffering from fatigue. I mean, as soon as they are on the computer after about five or 10 minutes, they find themselves really exhausted huh. and aren't sure why, and then realize that it is the lights and, and want to know what they can do about that besides taking a pill to to make the headache go away. Sure. So Terry, a little background about yourself and your a little more on the, your business. Okay. So I have been teaching in public school system for 20 years and um, discovered this through my the reading program that I was teaching. And many of the students weren't progressing. They stalled. And so I was able to obtain the overlays that helped the print remain stable. Many of them um, weren't aware that the print was actually moving because this is an inherited um, uh, issue. They have always seen the page move or jump, the words jump or spin, and it makes them dizzy, nauseous, get headaches, stop reading. And once those overlays are placed on the page, those distortions are stopped. And so from there, I became a screener. And identified mm-hmm. those issues for other people and then became an Erlen diagnostician. And the difference between the two is that I customize uh, spectral filters for people so that their environment stops moving. Because mm-hmm. not, most of the time, if they have reading issues on the page, the environment is also moving and changing and warped. The floors can be warped and the, the carpets can be lifting off the floor. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's Erlen syndrome. Yes. Okay, so, and that is, we were talking earlier, and it's a pretty high percentage of people that 
that have this. Right. It's it's the 12 to 15% of the people have this. Uh-huh. It just they just aren't aware of it because it's it, they were born with this and they and so they don't know any different. Brain, right. So their yeah. brain is processing the visual information that they see this way. So what about the testing for Erlen testing? What does that look like? So the screening process is a person will come into my office and they will um, look at a variety of pictures. And what I do is I create the environment they're in most, most of the time, 50% or more of the time. And most of the time people, especially in the work field or at school, have the fluorescence on all the, all the way. They're turned up all mm-hmm. the way. So what that does is that accentuates the issues that they're seeing on the page. And the screening process is mostly creating awareness and what is happening on the page. And when you ask them what's happening to the word and they start, they look at the word and, and focus on it, it can be moving or the words could be shifting or some of the letters are darker than others. And then they start seeing colors on the page, um, blotches or the words grouped together or there's rivers running down the page. So a lot of it's creating awareness for people of what actually is happening. Then when we put the color overlays down and they select what colors work best for them. And as soon as we get the right combination of colors, all of those distortions go away. Wow. So it's um, it, it seems that it can be an easy solution and a fix. As we were talking earlier, it never it never goes away. Mm-hmm. But there, instead of having to take medication, you can actually have an, an easier solution for that. Right. So uh, other symptoms that we've talked about, uh, you know, having headaches and migraines and sensitivity to light, um, issues that they may not even realize because, as you stated, they don't even know it's any different because it's always been like that. What other symptoms are there that are an indicator that this might they might have this syndrome? Well, if they if they realize that they're looking at, at as soon as they have a piece of paper in front of them, and the high contrast that we have today is black print on white paper, mm-hmm. and their eyes start watering, or they just notice that behind their eyes it's hurting, their neck hurts. It it once your brain is under stress, it can affect your whole system. Yeah. And so some people get stomach aches, they get, they get nauseous, they can actually, I've had clients actually tell me that they throw up when they start reading. Wow. Um, they, just their whole system changes mm-hmm. and adjusts, yeah. So with the Erlen method, how does that help with the reading difficulties? So what, what it does is it, it lets, allows the print to be clear and stable. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times people think this is a, it's a visual issue, and one of the symptoms of Erlen is blurriness. So I have people come in with glasses that really don't work. So they, they get, go and get a pair of glasses, and then they end up not wearing them most of the time because that's not really what they need. Uh-huh. And so what, what happens to the print is it, as soon as the overlays are down on the page, the brain is able to process through those, through those overlays, and the print remains stable. So they're able to read. So what about other areas that it helps in, in life? So some of the other areas would be um, even people that have difficulty going up and down escalators. There are some people that, that on purpose will choose the elevator because mm-hmm. they can't see the stairs moving and when to step on and when that could not, be dangerous. not to step. Yes, yes. definitely. Um, some of them are like they count stairs when they go up and down the stairs. They blend together. There's some hotels that I've been in recently that... Um, that the the way they lay the carpet is it's in a lot of squares and each edge of the step lines up with the next one the way the carpet is placed mm-hmm. and there's there's some these people can't tell when the stairs 
starts and stops. Wow. Um, music. People that, that read musical notes, a lot of them play by ear because they can't read the notes. Mm-hmm. The notes are moving. They don't stay stable. People that are in sports, they can't catch the ball. They miss the ball all the time because uh-huh. they lose it in, in the air and they're, they're grabbing for it and it lands to the left or to the right of them. Interesting. Um, I've, had, I've had some students that used to play volleyball when I taught middle school and as soon as they look up into the lights in the ceiling, they would lose the ball. Mm-hmm. And so they were really having difficulty. Of course, the coach was you know, trying to figure out what was going on. Sure, with them. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how does the Erlen Method support those that are in uh, the school environment and work environment? So the Erlen Method, the, the overlays are meant for the page and or the computer. Now, the filters that we when we customize a per, for a person's brain is for the whole environment. And in the workplace, of course, we're flooded with fluorescent lights. And I've heard people discuss... Um, like like when they go to a meeting, uh-huh. and you go into the into the room, and it's the there's white tables and white chairs, and and you've got a light right over the top of your head, and somebody's working on the screen, and so you've got all of those. Your brain is just flooded with light, uh-huh. and so they're unable to focus and concentrate. So they get fidgety. They get they get sometimes they get angry. Um, they get exhausted. So there's all kinds of physical symptoms that they have, and so the productivity goes way down. Wow. Yeah. Right. So uh, injuries, with head injuries, how does the Erlen Method support uh, head in- injuries? So with head injuries, what a person, a person changes dramatically. Um, they have a baseline before they obtain their head injury, and a lot of times they want to get back to that baseline. The people that I work with with head injuries, it's, it's a little bit at a time. So if I can support uh, some of the minimizing of the headaches, mm-hmm. of the dizziness that they have, of the distortions that they have by 10 or 20%, that's a major milestone for them. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, the ones that I see, are tend not to go out a lot. So they're not, they're not productive. They can't hold down a job. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't go shopping because of the lights in the stores. And they, you know, once we fit them with filters, they're able to go out and in some cases, you know, obtain work again. We've done a a pilot program with the military down in Camp Pendleton down in California with Mm -hmm. the Marines and fitted uh, 178 Marines with filters and a major majority of them, I'd say like 90% plus um, alleviated their headaches when medication didn't work for them anymore. Yeah, that's amazing, Terry. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up our time together, I have one more question. Um, how can a person become aware that what they're experiencing is not normal and advocate for a solution avoiding possible issues? Okay. So what what parents can do for their kids is kind of pay attention to what happens when they are doing their homework. Okay. Are they avoiding their homework? When you watch them read, are they you know, are they blinking a lot? Are they... Um, getting up and you know getting up and down a lot, taking a lot of breaks, not able to get their homework done in a reasonable amount of time, which would, you would think a half an hour to forty five minutes would be mm-hmm. good, but some kids are spending three or four hours on that. Um, if you notice a lot of time and at work that you're fatigued early, um, you get lots of those those headaches and those other symptoms that I discussed. I would recommend going to our website, which is Erlen.com. Okay. And there are many, there's seven or eight different self-tests on there that have to do with headaches and have to do with school and have to do with workplace. And you can take a, a self-test and see if any of those symptoms are yours. And, okay. and then at the top of the screen, 
it's in, there are some little black glasses at the top, and each one you touch on each one, the screen turns a different color. And I've had mm-hmm. people call me as soon as they hit the right color, like a green, the screen turns green. Wow. They could feel their whole body relax. Oh, my gosh. And so that's the best way is to go to the website. Yeah, and, you know, because just, I'm just listening to you here and just imagining, I mean, there's a, probably a lot of people that are misdiagnosed, and, you know, it's, it sounds like there's a simple... Um, solution mm-hmm. to fix this issue. And so, um, yeah, if there's more questions and you want to connect with uh, Terry, please call into the show. And Terry, thank you for coming in and uh, sharing this. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. This is your host and mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, signing off for the day and wishing you a happy 4th of July. Ralph Walden, Emerson stated, American means opportunity, freedom, and power. Enjoy your holiday, and I look forward to talking with you more about money next Saturday, same place, same time, right here on 1150 AM, KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Gateway Mortgage Group, LLC.